This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Well, there is nobody better to talk to about the draft than our next guest, who was kind enough actually to do some voiceover work for us for our ESPN personality drafts. Huge honor that Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN NFL draft expert and host of the First Draft Pod, uh, actually did the voiceover work for us for our ESPN drafts, and he joins us now. Mock Draft 2.0 out today. Mel, has anything happened so far at the Combine that altered your opinion on the number one, two, or three pick in the draft? No, I think right now we're just waiting to see. I got some guys that obviously you have. You're waiting to see Keon Coleman, wide receiver, Florida State. How does he run? Some cornerbacks like TJ Tampa, Iowa State, who I really like, which is 40. Kamari Lasseter, a cornerback from Georgia. The medical that comes out on Leatu Latu with the neck coming out of, of, uh, of the UCLA is a guy that I think could go maybe in that 22 range of the Philadelphia Eagles. We want to see what the weight is of Jaden Daniels, Tavondre Sweat, defensive tackle, Texas. A couple other things you're looking for. Hand size for the quarterbacks is important. You don't want anybody under nine, but things like that. And the interviews are going to be important, guys. The interviews and medical uh, are two key pieces of the equation from the Combine. Mel, we saw Ryan Poles at the podium yesterday at the Combine answering questions about his plans at the number one overall pick and how that impacts Justin Fields and his football future in Chicago. If Justin Fields was in this class of quarterbacks, where would you have him ranked? Chris, uh, yeah, it's hard to put guys back in once we've seen them in the NFL. And I think I think what Justin has shown that in this draft, you know, with the way Jaden has performed, if you just go by what they were coming into the draft, he'd be right in there with these guys. And remember, he had a you think about where he was going in uh, in the course. Jaden going into this year was a fourth round pick, and he elevates to the second pick overall. Drake May was supposed to be the next Justin Herbert. Now people are questioning him. Caleb has maintained it, so it would be Caleb, and then Justin would be in that next group. But Justin's shown me enough to say in another year or two with the right development and the right players around him, can he be in that tier below Patrick Mahomes? Can he? Potentially he could. Obviously, Caleb has shown that capability in college, hasn't done it in the NFL yet, but we're projecting that he maybe could be. So both those quarterbacks that the Bears have, because they're both Bears, if they want Caleb Williams, he's a Bear. They have Justin Fields. Both Williams and Fields have shown that with the right infrastructure, they have that ability to get into that tier beyond behind Patrick Mahomes. Mel, just a quick follow-up on that, because that would be a one-of-one, one, at least by my memory circumstance. We rarely see the quote-unquote borderline failed first-round quarterback be really successful with their second team. But you obviously led us down that path about Justin Fields that circumstantially maybe there is a, a path for success for him somewhere else. I think there is. I really do. I think he's shown that. Uh, and they, you know, without a lot of help, he's done a lot of things on his own. Now, does he miss some throws? There's things he needs to work on? Yes. He has some head scratchers. And that may prevent him from being that elite quarterback. We don't know. Caleb had a great 2022, great start to this past season. And people are all worried about the Notre Dame game and a couple games thereafter. I say, hey, if he showed greatness, maintain that greatness. Bill Walsh always said that. Once you show it, it's up to the coaches to maintain it and become, become consistent with it. So, to me, it's a tough call for Ryan Poles. If you get blown away by an offer, it's going to be tough not to take it. I get that. Will he be blown away? Will he? And if he's not, then obviously you sit there and say, I'm taking Caleb Williams. Because if it's a push, in my mind, guys, if it's a push, you, you draft Caleb Williams, you reset the clock, and you trade Justin Fields. Get a two and a four, recoup the two you lost from Montez Sweat, which was a great trade for Ryan Poles, and you move forward. So if you get blown away by an offer, then I think you've got to listen to it. 
Mel, you have a fresh mock draft up at ESPN.com. You have Caleb Williams at number one going to the Bears, followed by Jaden Daniels, two to the Commanders, Drake May, three to the Patriots. Why do you have Jaden Daniels above Drake May? Michelle, it's, it's, uh, it's because of the momentum, and the year he had was spectacular, and, and Drake didn't have that great year, and Drake had three games, Virginia, NC State, and Clemson, that were, uh, as I say, head-scratchers. There were throws that you got to make. He didn't. He couldn't excuse those throws away, but he did have a stretch of six games. Really, the first three games, four touchdowns, four picks. Last three games, four touchdowns, four picks. In between, there were six games, 16 touchdowns, one pick. This kid's got a lot of talent. He was outstanding in 2022. He lost his top receiver, job. Touchdowns, lost his offensive coordinator, didn't have Tez Walker the first four games. All that played into it. So I think that, but Jaden comes in with momentum. He did everything perfectly. He, he dominated the Alabama Crimson Tide defense two years in a row. Nick Saban's defense had no answer for Jaden Daniels. So I think there's a lot to love about Jaden. He he's aggressive with his legs. He's aggressive with his arm, yet he doesn't turn the ball over. So I think the fact that he built on Last, just like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was good, not great at LSU. Then that final year, he was spectacular. Jaden was good, then he became spectacular. So he kind of follows in that same timeline of Joe Burrow. We are on Sportsman Like, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. We are talk, talking to Mel Kuyper Jr., of course, about the draft combine going on right now. Mel, you walked us through the hypothetical scenarios of what Chicago could consider relative to trading number one. Is there any scenario where you could see two and or three being moved. Yeah, I think two. It's going to be interesting. Does Washington try to move up to get the, the top pick, a, a local product? Remember, he, I watched him play high school football. He went to Gonzaga here in D.C. So, yeah, this to me is going to be interesting. I've got the NBA influence there. It's five on the NBA team. It's 20, you know, 22. It's a different ball game. But do they try to move up, and are they aggressive at two to one? New England, are they sold on Drake May? What do they do? There's talk about that. I think you've got to take Drake May, but we'll see how they operate. And, uh, and then the Giants at six. I'm not looking at a quarterback at six. We're talking about that on Get Up this morning. I'm taking the receiver to help out Daniel Jones. I think J.J. McCarthy's the fourth quarterback, but he gets down to that 12th spot to Denver. People say, well, you know, could somebody move up ahead of them and get him? Maybe, but I'm at 23 on a big board, so I'm a little rich even at 12 for J.J. McCarthy. Mel, you've got a lot of offensive linemen in the first round. By my count, seven offensive tackles in the first round. Is that the deepest position in this year's draft class? Chris, it is. Uh, I could have gone a little more than that. I uh, thought about even Patrick Paul from Houston in the late first. But, uh, yeah, I think with J.C. Latham, people said it's a curveball. J.C. Latham had a great year. J.C. Latham had a great game against Michigan. He had that one hiccup late. Uh, he's a right tackle. He's a proven entity. He was super highly regarded coming out of high school. He would make sense for the Chargers. They want to be physical, right? Jim Harbaugh said that. And this is a guy who can just dominate as a run blocker. He does a really good job in pass pro. To me, right now, that's not a surprise. People say, oh, that's a shocker that you have J.C. Latham to five to the Chargers. When you talk to NFL people, guys, uh, he's right now way up there. He's, he's not gonna get, if he gets down to 10 to the Jets, that's as far as he's dropping. Mel, there's always somebody who has a dynamic combine performance, and we watch their draft stock skyrocket. Who do you have as that person this year that you think could take that leap after the combine? Well, I think Keon Coleman could. Keon Coleman's a borderline first right now. I dropped him a little bit because I'm, I'm hoping he runs well. He's at 26, okay? He was in the Mach 1.0 at 15. I've heard if he runs 4.58, 4.62, he's going second round. If he runs 4.48, 4.5, one area, he's going middle of the first round. So a lot hinges on the 40 time of Keon Coleman. I'll give you one other guy that I love and some NFL people have his wide receiver Malachi Corley from Western Kentucky. If he runs a good 40 at 220, he gets those 
Does Debo Samuel comps, which are accurate? Malachi Corley could be a surprise late first-round pick. Matt, let's talk about the other quarterbacks, right? So you have four in the first round, the big three that we know, one, two, and three. J.J. McCarthy you have to the Broncos there. Of the other quarterbacks, is there one that you think, Bo Nix, Penix, whomever, could be a starter pretty quickly in the NFL? Well, I think Penix and Nix have a chance, uh, but there's some questions, obviously. Bo Nix yeah, did not throw the ball great the senior bowl week, and he's got to have a, obviously moving forward, get some momentum back. He lost a little bit in Mobile, and I think Michael Penix Jr., the, the four different, the injuries, four of them at Indiana, the medical for him, and of course he's yeah, 23 years of age. Bo Nix just turned 24. You know, Drake May's 21. J.J. McCarthy's 21. Caleb's 22. Jaden's 22. But I think when you look at, uh, or Jaden's 20, he's going to be 23. So I think when you look at where we are right now with quarterbacks, uh, you, know, Jay, you know, right now I think J.J. is the fourth quarterback. I think after that it's wide. I think Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. are kind of battling it out for that fifth spot. And the fifth spot to me, guys, is a second rounder. Mel, this time of year at the Combine, there are some general managers that will undoubtedly fall in love with the measurables of a player, and we fall into this no-pad All-American category. You know, the Tony Mandrich and the Mike Mamulas of the world. So give me who that guy could potentially be in this year, somebody that could throw the scouts off of the football grade by what they do at the Combine, and then give me the inverse, a guy that doesn't necessarily stack up with others in terms of measurables, but that's a hell of a football player. It's a great question. I think we're, it's going to play out at the combine because we don't really have measurables on a lot of these underclassmen yet, Chris, as you know, until the combine and the pro days. We'll see what happens there. But I think when you look at who's going to pop, and that's what I think you're looking at, who's going to be the wow guy. The guy I don't have a, a great high grade on, a super high grade on, that people in the NFL differ with me on is Byron Murphy the yep. second out of Texas. Mm-hmm. He's super talented. He flashes. I didn't have that elite grade. People say, hey, you better move him up. He's going to go. He's going to go in the middle first. That's why I put him where I did. So he's a guy I think people like a little bit more than I did based on what I saw. I see the potential. Tyler Guyton is a kid out of Oklahoma. Enormous talent. Uh, he's raw, though. He's a former D lineman. He's still a little sloppy with his technique. I'm at 23 to Houston, so I'm thinking he could go higher. He's an interesting guy. I think Brock Bowers may not be the guy that wows people over, but he's a heck of a player. So Brock Bowers from Georgia, the all-around guy who can do everything. And then Leatu Latu from UCLA. Natural pass rusher slippery but he has the medical with the neck i don't know how to test bottom line he's a heck of a player and if he didn't have the neck issue we'd be probably up there in the top 10 top 12 overall mal i'm so glad you brought up bowers this is something i've been fighting with people on conversationally for (laughs) years on this i don't understand why we devalue tight ends in the draft i mean look at the teams that win in the nfl they all have elite tight ends why wouldn't we see a guy like brock bowers go higher or other elite tight ends Evan, I'm with you. I can battle it with you out with you on that one too. I look well, at you're, you know, you're better than me. Sa- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gronk went second round. Uh, yeah, where did, where did uh, Kelsey go? Third round. Third round. Where yep. did Kittle go? Fifth round. Where did Mark Andrews go? Okay, all these guys went you know later than they should have. Now this kid's not a tight end. This kid is a receiving entity. You can move him all over. You can put him in the backfield if you want a fullback, H back. He can do a lot of things. He he just he's just a receiver who can create a nightmare in terms of a matchup advantage. He will, he will have automatically being on that football field. He was spectacular. 
Baylor is a true freshman. He was a guy that everybody had to figure out from a defensive standpoint. He was the guy you had a scheme to try to contain, and nobody could. Uh, he did have the injury this year, so be it. He came back from it. The ankle. Uh, I'm with you on Brock Bowers. I had him at five in Mach 1.0. Then Greg Roman's the coordinator. Greg Roman's not going to take, I think, a tight end or, or a guy like uh, this that high. They're going to be run-oriented. We know they're going to be a power team. So I think he could get down to 10 to the Jets. Uh, Chicago at 9 could look at him because they need a receiving entity to help out more. Certainly the Jets could with Aaron Rodgers. If he gets down a little further than that, he becomes a super steal. Mel, you're the best. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Uh, always fun, guys. Take care, man. All right, there he is, Mel Kuyper Jr., joining us here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Uh, we are going to get to our ESPN personality draft, but there is a major piece of information regarding the NFL draft that has just come out here on ESPN.com about the number one pick. We will tell you what that is coming up next. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/morning and use code Morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's PrizePicks.com/morning, code Morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We have our ESPN personalities draft in just a second here. But Pete Thamel, ESPN.com, college football reporter, spoke to Caleb Williams. We have something on the record about Caleb Williams' interest in Chicago. Small has been asking the question, when are we going to hear that side of this conversation? But Thamel started the article this way. Former USC quarterback, is on ESPN.com, former USC quarterback Caleb Williams deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton, loves deep dish pizza, and told ESPN he would be excited if the Chicago Bears take him number one overall in the 2024 draft. Oh, yeah, Justin Fields got to go. Yeah. Justin Fields got to go. Yeah. We were right Justin to make Fields a big deal go. about LeBron Absolutely. versus MJ. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good with Walter Payton, Michael Jordan, and I love deep dish. That's a trifecta. That's a trifecta right no there. He hit you. One, two, and three. All Boom. three things. That Shug Source Awards come there to death go. row, basically. No doubt. And now the, another piece of this, um, Courtney Cronin, our Bears reporter for ESPN, put it out there uh, from Pete Thamel's article, quote, I'm not, this is from Williams, I'm not pushing any agenda. At the end of the day, the Bears have the last say. Regardless of how I feel, I'm not pushing any agenda of, yeah, I want to go or no, I don't want to go. I'm excited for whatever comes. Going to the Good Bears. Good on him. He's going to the Bears. He may not want to. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he'd rather go to Washington at number two and go home. Sure. But the fact that he's not pushing agenda is saying that if the Bears decide to call his name on draft day, he's going to go to Chicago. 
When you're saying I love Walter Payton, I love Michael Jordan, I love deep dish pizza, I think yeah. he's accepted his fate. No doubt about it. <laughs> so it's over? Are we saying it's over? I'm saying Are we calling over. it? I, I'm calling We're it. We're calling it. We can call the race. It's over. The Chicago Bears are going to elect Caleb Williams to be their starting quarterback. Are you calling it, Smalls? I'm calling it. I think I'm calling it, too. Based as on much those as I would comments, like the whole thing to blow up in terms of millions of trades, I think I'm no. calling it. Based on that comment combined with what we heard from Ryan Poles about Justin Fields plus being Justin, in the Plus Justin area. Fields saying that he's a LeBron over Michael Jordan guy. <laughs> got to get him out of there. After that, I got to get him out of there. He was on the St. Brown Brothers podcast when he said that? Yep. Oh, yeah, he's a LeBron over Michael Jordan guy? Okay, cool. It's over. We, 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 we got to get you packed up and get you out of the 312, bro. And here comes Caleb Williams. I love Michael Jordan. I love, I <laughs> love Michael Jordan and Walter Payton because I know, I know Chicagoans love Walter Payton. Oh, they and love I love, And I love deep dish pizza. I mean, he hit the cool. big three. That's it. He ain't no dummy. He's polished, that's, that's for it. sure. That's it. All right. So, uh, we are going to do our ESPN personality draft. We do it each and every Wednesday on our show. We pick a topic and we draft ESPN personalities into that topic. Today, top three hibachi dinner guests. It's been a huge topic on our show that Pat and Nuno and Javante are not big hibachi fans back in Bristol. I don't know why. I don't know how. We don't understand it. So, Smalls, give us your three, CC your three, and then my three here on our top three hibachi guests as ESPN employees, ESPN personalities. So I'm just running through my entire yep, list. All yep. right. So checking in at number one for me, it's Tim Legler. We know that he is a hibachi enthusiast. He sat on this very set and told us how much he love, loves hibachi. He actually said he has an 82.7% completion percentage when it comes to catching the shrimp in his mouth. Wow. So not only is he going to have a good time, I know he's going to be involved in the full hibachi experience. Coming in at number two for me, it's Michael Wilbon. Mm. Icon in our industry. He's a Chicago guy. I'm a St. Louis girl. A little Miss Midwest love happening there. Mm-hmm. And you want to have a dinner guest that's going to have great stories and no just doubt. be very entertaining. Michael Wilbon is that guy. Plus, I imagine pairing him with Tim Legler. That would be a fun time. Good energy all around. And rounding out my top three at the hibachi table. <laughs> what? Rounding out my top three at the hibachi table is Chris Carlin. Somebody who's round. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's what you think she did? There's no way she was doing that. I was not. Okay. Friend of the show, friend in life. I was not. No. I was not. You're being accused by somebody over here. Uh, I am accusing her. You are accusing her. She would be within her rights to do that, though. It's true. She's round. I mean, he's the same height. What do you say? He's the same height whether he's standing up or you put him on his side. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you say? I love the big You're fella. a bad guy. You're I a bad love, teammate. I'm a bad teammate. Yeah. But Carlin knows that. I was his teammate for two years. He well, knows you're still that. his teammate. But... Yeah, exactly. Wow. Maybe not after that, actually. You're not. <laughs> well, he's going to be my teammate at Hibachi because he's a great time. I know he's going to take this very seriously. The Hibachi, he loves food, and he's a TikTok star. Yeah. So I know Chris Carlin is he going is. to not only capture the volcano made out of onions, he's going to capture Tim Legler catching the shrimp, and it's going to be packaged nicely into a little social media uh, video that Rob will help us push out. No, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be great at catching the hibachi. Wasn't he great at catching a t-shirt off the golf course? That's right. Out of the gun. The t-shirt gun. Wait a second. So Rob, our social media guy, his birthday today, he just got an assignment to cover the hibachi dinner. No, I I just know that Carlin is going to put together the TikTok video and Rob will help us push it out. It'll go viral. And Nuno will probably be there trying to get a free meal. Absolutely. There you go. No question about it. Okay, Javante. Well, Javante is obviously about the free meal. That's what he does. And he's going to get a meal for, free meal for his plus one <laughs> to go. All right, so here are my hibachi dinner guests. We're going to start off 
with our very own Ian Fitzsimmons, Coach. co-host Coach. of Ian and Amber, uh, 7 to 10 Eastern on ESPN's National Radio Network. But he's never met somebody that he didn't think could coach because he calls everybody coach. <laughs> I'm looking forward to working the draft with Ian, and he's got the best stories. And like you said, Smalls, when you sit down, you want to make sure that your dinner guests bring some entertainment value too. So you get the entertainment from the hibachi, the guy that's on the griddle doing his thing, but you get the entertainment from the stories that Ian Fitzsimmons is going to tell. So the coach, Ian Fitzsimmons, is my first pick. My second guest. Wait a minute, Cece. I have to interrupt on this. I did not realize you were doing the draft with him. Is this now you asking him to buy you hibachi during the draft? Is that what just happened here? It could be. It could be. It could be. Detroit I, I'm hibachi not, places, I'm not get familiar, ready. I'm not familiar with the hibachi in Detroit. You're I, about to get familiar. I, I, I'm going to get familiar with it. Okay. Sounds like I, it. I, I, I'm down. I'm open. I'm open. So another person that's always down for a good time, Rex Ryan, who's another one of our resident coaches. Rex Ryan, he's got great stories. I, I come in here every football Monday. I mean, during the fall, Rex Ryan is always telling me these stories. He's always telling me about this guy doesn't know what he's doing. This coach is crazy. This player's a bonehead. I love the <laughs> delivery from Rex Ryan. Yeah. And how could you not? That's what makes him one of the best football analysts on this network. His delivery is second to none. I love Rex Ryan. Highly entertaining guy. Although he's lost a lot of weight in the past year, so I don't know how much of a big eater he's going to be. So he might not dominate the hibachi, mm. but he's going to make being at hibachi that much more fun. But I think if you're going to hibachi, you know it's a cheat day. Yeah. You know you're going Absolutely. for 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think Rex Ryan would come yeah, to play. I'm just saying, I would have a lot more confidence if this was Rex Ryan that used to coach the Jets <laughs> yeah. rather than Rex Ryan talking about the Jets because yeah. he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Credit to him. All right, and rounding out, well, not rounding out. Well, I guess I could say rounding out. Rounding out my hibachi dinner guest would be Matt Bowen. And I say round because he's got the ball head. It's very, very Well, round. you were just going yeah, at everyone. Matt Bowen. No, it's not going out. It's a compliment. Matt, Matt, you know I love you. NFL matchup show. You're I bold. love you. I love you. Matt is a football guy through and through. Not only does it break it down better than anybody else, but he actually coaches high school football too. Matt Bowen is awesome, okay? He is absolutely awesome. Again, Coach, great stories, great insight. So, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that can break down the power roll run play against an odd front defense, Matt Bowen is your guy, and that's why he's got to be one of my dinner guests because I find that highly entertaining. All right, I got my three here for hibachi guests. When I think about hibachi, you need a a couple of characteristics. You need somebody you can go up to and give a hug to because you're sitting so close to them that you're, like, on top of each other. You need to feel comfortable around the people. So you got to go to people that you're actually really friends with and people that are not going to judge you from a food perspective. So I will go with, from SportsCenter, college football as well on ESPN and ABC, my buddy, the great Matt Barry. Matt Barry absolutely in the mix there for Hibachi. I've hung out with him many times in life. He's wonderful. Love him. Next pick, somebody that I know loves Hibachi because he's told me that. Steve Mason, Mason in Ireland, LA, hey. ESPN LA, 710, Broadcast Hall of Famers in California, Los Angeles. This week, Mace listens to the show. Shout out to Mace. And he loves hibachi. And the last person. I know I've, I've given him a hug. He's uncomfortable when I do that. I've given him five. He gets uncomfortable when I do that. And I know he's not going to judge me when I eat too much because he's going to do the same. And we've done it together. Chris Canty. Chris Canty is my last pick there. So I got Matt Barry, Steve Mason, Chris Canty my on my man. list. My man. Boy, did we eat a lot a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Boy, yeah. Boy, did we eat a lot. Yeah, could you imagine when they bring out that little ginger sauce, man? Do you, Do you think know? we'd fight for it? Uh, I don't think we'd fight for it. I, I well, think we, we, we might fight the hibachi guy to give us more of it. I don't think we would fight each other. 
because we are alive. I would fight you for the ginger sauce. You would fight me for the ginger sauce? Why would, I would, why would you want to fight me lose. if we're at the restaurant? They got more lose. ginger sauce in the back, bro. Could you drink it? I could. Nothing. Yeah. Literally, I'm, I could drink it. I'm ashamed it. to say I have done it. I, I, why are you I'm ashamed? ashamed. I'm ashamed to say why are you I have ashamed? done it. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like they'll have the salad with the ginger dressing on it. Like after you eat the salad, I might, may or may not have slipped. Very good. Wait, which ginger dressing are you talking about? The salad one or the rice one? Yes. Me too. I was just making sure. <laughs> I don't know the yes. rice ginger dressing. The, this, they put the like lighter brown one on the salad. Yeah. And yeah. then they put the darker brown one in like those little cups, not cups, uh, bowls that yeah. are like not, they're not even they're, bowls. They're, they're equal, plate bowls. They're equally delicious. Whatever they are. A condiment holder. Yeah. They give you the white sauce and then the brown sauce. I never, I say no white sauce, double brown sauce, and then bring the whole jar for me. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had the, the other sauce. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. We're on Sportsman Mike. <laughs> we like hibachi. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I may have just made a massive mistake. Tell me if I did the right thing. I was just in the green room talking to Christopher Mad Dog Russo before his first take appearance. He was eating oatmeal. He spilled the oatmeal. I saw him spill the oatmeal, and I didn't say anything, and he didn't realize he spilled it on himself. Why wouldn't you tell him? I think I made a mistake. He's going on national television. Yeah, that was, that was on me. I, I don't know. I was talking about something else, and I just like you. You watched. I watched him, him spill on himself. Him not see it. Was it on his tie or shirt? I think like a, in between. Like there's like a. Did little, he have a jacket on over it? Uh-huh. Will that cover it? I don't know. Evan, you're a bad guy. You're a bad I'll, guy. I'll That's not even a bad it. teammate. That's just being a bad guy. All right. Like yeah. you supposed to help he people out. Some signs today. Hey man, you're eating breakfast. I noticed that you got a little spill. You might want to get that straightened out. Maybe you got a backup shirt. In the wardrobe room out there by the green by the green room. Maybe you have something that you could switch out, but you didn't even or, tell us, so he's not even aware of it. Unbelievable. Or did I give Stephen A. ammo that if dog has a stain on his shirt, he's gonna go right at him and we could play the audio tomorrow. So now 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 in addition to hosting this show, you're producing first take? Easy. I just, didn't just, say I'm that. I'm just asking. No, I'm don't just ask no, that was Also, aren't you have a, don't you have a good relationship with dogs? So you would want to give Stephen A. ammo against your friend? Exactly. Okay. You guys, you you guys, guys took it works? way too far. Yeah, you just, took it way know. too far. So, uh, Cece, that means that when he spills mm-hmm. on himself, we're not going to tell him. We shouldn't tell time. him. Exactly. We should just let him rock. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. 
I'll take that. Uh, Q Myers hosts game night here on ESPN Radio, weeknight to 10 p.m. Eastern time with Emmett Golden. And he is in Indy right now covering the Combine. We love Q. He is, per Nuno, our producer, a man about town at the Combine. <laughs> what does that mean, Q? What is, what, Nuno says, oh, we should have Q on, which we're all in on having you on. We love you. What does it mean that you're a man about town at the Combine exactly? I mean, that's where I got to be where I got to be, right? <laughs> if you're going to be somewhere, I got to be somewhere. If there's something going down around town, your boy's got to be there. But I'll say this, as much as you guys talk about you love to have me on, I can't get on one of your lists. I can't get on one of your lists of guys I'd like to hang out with, mm. guys I'd like to have a burger with, guys I'd like to go to hibachi with, guys I'd like to have pay the tab for me. I can't even get on one of your guys' lists. I think I got to create some kind of fake, like, Old school Biggie and Tupac beef just to get on your guys' list. I don't know what's going on Well, here. come to death row, okay? Hey, look, man, if you're tired of your producer dancing all up in the video. Wearing the shiny suit. Nuno out there wearing the shiny suits. Right. Come to death row. Exactly. Well, I, well, that's Q, just what Q, I'm saying. Q, the next list I come up with, I'm putting you on it because I don't want it to end like that other beef you talk about. But anyway. That's what I'm talking exactly. about. That's, anyway. that's why you're my resident Super Bowl champ. There we go. There we go. But Q, we're looking at what's going on. Of course, the quarterback are all above the combine. None of the top three are working out, that being Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, and Drake May. And Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft, he's got all three of those guys coming off the board, one, two, three, to the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots. Do you see the draft playing out that way? And if not, what do you see the variation being? I think that those three quarterbacks are definitely going to go off the board first. I think there may be a potential of that team, that, that third spot right there, New England, potentially trading out. And that's the kind of conversation that's been kind of buzzing a little bit around early this week so far here at the Combine. That If there's a team that would trade out uh, to continue to build their team because they're not just quite that quarterback away, it would be the New England Patriots. And we know there's teams like the Falcons, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Raiders that all need quarterbacks that could potentially be interested in that spot but that's kind of the early buzz but I do think those three quarterbacks go off the board first Q outside of those top three quarterbacks what other player are people really talking about in Indy right now you know who's getting a lot of conversation is Spencer Rattler He's getting a lot of conversation. I remember him when I was covering the Big 12. I remember when he went from high school and he was a hot shot, went to Oklahoma, clearly got beat out by Caleb Williams and went to South Carolina. And I kind of thought it was game, set, match for him. But he really found a way to rebound, had a heck of a performance there at the Senior Bowl, and he's getting a lot of conversation. And without those big guys throwing, I think it's a real good opportunity this week for Spencer Rattler to kind of leave that lasting impression on the decision makers that are here in Indy this week. We're talking with Q Myers. You hear him 10 p.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio Game Night. He's in Indy covering the Combine. Q, the story just comes out. Pete Thamel, Caleb Williams' conversation certainly alludes to the idea that he's cool playing in Chicago. As said, literally, or the article started, former USC quarterback Caleb Williams deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton, loves deep dish pizza, and told ESPN he would be excited if the Chicago (laughs) Bears take him number one overall in the 2024 draft. Is it over? Does that make it official? No, it doesn't. I still, gut feeling still tells me he ends up in Washington somehow. Right? I mean, I still think that, you know, there's a good chance that Washington finds a way to hustle their spot up to, to one, which is only going up one spot. But also you give Chicago a little bit more ammunition. Ryan Poles could help put that team together a little bit more. I don't know. Just gut feeling tells me. And sometimes my gut feeling is correct. Sometimes my gut feeling is, well, I went out and had a bad dinner last night and it's just gas. But I think that, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just think that there's an opportunity for him to get to Washington, play where he's from, and uh, get together with Cliff. Kingsbury, who was obviously there at USC that last year, he was. 
Q, who's the non-quarterback that people in NFL circles are looking forward to seeing work out at the NFL Combine this week? Uh, that's a really good question. There's a few of them. We just finished talking to a bunch of the different defensive linemen that are out there. Uh, of course, the wide receivers, and we know the conversation about Marvin Harrison and the fact that he's not really doing anything but talking to uh, teams, which is really all that he needs to know. Uh, I think the ones that we're most intrigued by and we're going to talk to in a little while are guys like Byron Murphy from Texas, mm. the big the big defensive tackle, and even Tavondre Sweat, who didn't weigh in there at the Senior Bowl. <laughs> so I think a lot of people want to see – Actually, how big is this big dude? Because he is a big monster. Those are two guys that I know I'm focused in on. I know that a lot of uh, there's a lot of buzz around those guys. But Byron Murphy, I think that he could be a heck of a player on the next level. Excited about him. And uh, Quinion Mitchell is another guy who made a big name for himself at the Senior Bowl who I think is going to also wow some folks uh, here in, uh, in Indianapolis. Q, you are our man about town in Indy at the Combine, but normally you're the man about town in Vegas. So I wanted to ask you about the Raiders. Let's go back to your gut feeling telling you about what's going to happen. What do you think is going to be the quarterback situation with the Raiders this season? I think that they're going to do everything in their ability to try to trade up. I, I, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to trade up. But I do think that they know that they need a difference maker, a quarterback. And I realize that Antonio Pierce has a great relationship with Jaden Daniels. He was in the locker room week 18 following the Denver Broncos or the vi- victory over the Denver Broncos. I know there's a relationship there, but I also know that you've got to get all the way up to two or three to make that happen. So that's a hefty, uh, you know, the, a, a lot of draft capital that you've got to give up to make that happen. So, uh, you know, I, I think that they're going to address it they're going to go and get a veteran at some point could it be a Russell Wilson could it be other sure you know but I, I'm sure that they've got to draft somebody could that be a Michael Penix could that be a J.J. McCarthy could that be that second tier of three uh, quarterbacks and even now there's a little bit of buzz here in India about Justin Fields and how that could be a possibility teaming him back up with Luke Getze who was the OC there in Chicago which I'll tell you I thought that that was game set match done like there's no chance of that but it sounds like there's a little bit of buzz to that and that could be uh, an outside chance as well. Q, I want to do a couple of just notes and follow-ups on this. First of all, the, the Antonio Pierce, Jaden Daniels nugget is a great one. I mean, he coached him in high school and then had him at Arizona State, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, before yep. the transfer to LSU. But you, So you've now suggested, which is amazing here, and gives us a lot of juice in conversation, Washington could move up and the Raiders could move up. Yeah, I, I, and I definitely believe that both teams are going to try to. And, again, you've got to have a dance partner. Look, I've been to many dances and tried to have many dance partners, and a lot of times they said no. So I get it, right? Just because you want to have that partner don't mean you will. So I've been there, done that. I understand that. You've got to have that trade partner, but I do think that they're going to try and attempt. And, you know, Antonio Pierce has even made reference, even when he was on the Pivot Podcast with RRC, when he said that everyone's got a price, right? He So he kind of re- referenced that uh, he knows that this could, it could take a lot to get up there, but I do think that that relationship with Jaden goes a long way, but I think there's a lot of teams, especially at the top of the board, that would love to get Jaden Daniels in the mix. Q, quarterback position group aside, what's the most intriguing position group in the combine in this year's draft class? I think the wide receiver class is the deepest so, I mean, you got guys like Roma Dunze at the top. You've got Marvin Harrison, obviously. I mean, there's, there's neighbors, right, from LSU. There's fantastic uh, wide receivers in this draft. And then also what I've been hearing from guys that I've been talking to, like Matt Miller and Jordan Reed, is that the offensive tackles, right? I mean, you've always got to attack the trenches. The offensive tackles are really deep as well. So if you want to build that offensive line, you want to protect your, your, your quarterback, and we know every team does, that this is a good draft to go get those uh, particular positions. Q, before we let you go, I need to bring this thing full circle. You're you're upset that you have not been drafted by yeah. one of the three of us in our yeah. ESPN personality drafts. Today yep. we did hibachi. 
Yep. Sell yourself. Why would you be a great hibachi dinner guest? I'm a great dinner guest at anything. I'm one of the I'm one of the cool guys at the table where <laughs> we get to have a lot of fun. I'll try things. I'll give you my real deal uh, feeling about it. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, hibachi's fun. I actually tried that the other day in Vegas, and it was actually a really good time. And I learned a lot of things. And I'll ask a lot of questions, and it'll make you laugh. And I'm just a good guy. I should be on your guys' list. You guys are all on my list, right? If it's baseball, I'm going to Smalls. If I need a resident Super Bowl champ, I'm going to Canty. <laughs> and Evan Cohen's my dog. Like, I mean, come on, man. We, we we all should get along. So, I mean, game night, unsportsmanlike, we could all get together. I love it. Well, the interesting thing is the next list we have, I don't want to reveal it too much, is who would you like to clean out your bathrooms at home? So Q wants to be on that. I mean, okay, I guess Q, I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, we have to – this is the thing. Hey, look, we don't man, know what the start list somewhere. is yet. You got to start somewhere, brother. If I got to start cleaning the bathrooms, I'll clean the bathrooms. I'll work my way up, man. That's all We don't good. even know – no, you're – work your way up. You're the top. You're the – I told Q. He's like the number one guy that everybody wants a piece of is Q Myers. He's awesome. And uh, covering the combine for us, he's a man about town. How did you get? The, why didn't we get this gig? How did you get this gig over us? Hey, no. man, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta. You, if you don't speak up, you know what I mean. You, if you don't speak up, he the worst that you he, can he, say he, is no. He invited the right people to Hibachi. That's, That's how you right. got the job. Exactly. Facts. That's how you got the right job. <laughs> have fun there, and have fun tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on Game Night Q. We appreciate it. We'll do. Appreciate y'all. All right, there's Q Myers. He's wonderful. Uh, great guy on and off the air, and uh, he would be a good Hibachi guest. No doubt Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. We no actually did. Error in not picking him. But whatever. Uh, coming up, CC's best bet and our unsportsmanlike moments next. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Secure the seats and the memories this year from Vivid Seats, your home for every slam dog, slap shot, and stolen base. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbelievable, unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards you earn with every purchase, from buzzer beaters to walk-off home runs, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. All right, time to win some money. Canty's best bet. I'm bill, y'all. Chasing that bag, y'all. Of the night. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. So we did have the magic come through for us against the Brooklyn Nets last night. We trust the magic. Yeah, we trusted the magic. <laughs> I literally paid we attention to that because of you. We, we laid the five and a half, and they won by 20. So Let's good. Go. It was a no sweat. We took care of the business. Okay, so we're going back to the association tonight. 
Pelicans on the road against the Pacers. Second night of a back-to-back for the Pels. The Pacers coming off of a loss Monday night to the Raptors. I got the Pacers. We're going to buy back some points and only lay two and a half instead of five and a half. And we're going to buy some points, tease it up to 243 and a half. Total points in the game, take the under. So 243 and a half total points, take the under. Pacers lay in two and a half. And we're going to get that two-leg parlay paying out at plus 138. So a lot to follow. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. All right, we got a bunch today. We got some good ones. First one. Uh-oh, I feel like I'm being judged now. I shouldn't have overhyped it. No judgment. <laughs> okay. No judgment. <laughs> so these are weird, quirky, different kind of stories that we like to discuss here. So uh, Kion Anthony, the name's not familiar to you. He is the son of NBA legend Carmelo Anthony and media actress, entertainer, former radio host, Lala Anthony. And Lala Anthony, mother, and Kion Anthony, high school basketball player, son, did a Q&A for Complex that sounded like this. My goal is um, Paul George. Are you, are you, I'm leaving. Paul George is the best player ever. Kobe, Paul George. When are you going to say your dad? Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. The fact that you didn't say your dad first is crazy to me. That's, I don't, obviously you need to go as levels though. Like, he don't, he don't even got to, you just threw the cards at me? He doesn't have He don't even got to be talked about like. So Lala had, a, had like index cards like that she was asking him questions and threw the index cards at her son for not saying that his father was the GOAT. He said Paul George was the GOAT and had to be reminded, what about your dad? <laughs> that is wild to me. Like yeah. you have to rep for your pops in that yeah. situation. Yeah, come on, Keon. You got you to throw your dad out there first. No, of course you have to. I mean, your dad is a Knicks legend, an yeah. NBA legend in his own right. Like he, he yeah. has to be included in that. Uh-oh, Pat. Eh. What? I mean, Paul George is an insane answer, but, I mean, do you have to throw Carmelo out? Carmelo's not the GOAT. But he's his dad. It's so his dad. dad. So? Well, okay, you've got to then preface it if you're him saying, obviously I'd say dad, but leave dad to the side and then answer the question. Yeah. The other amazing thing, kudos to Lala. Correct me if I'm wrong, Smalls, you know entertainment better than anybody. Lala and Melo aren't actually together anymore, no. right? No. And she's not. sticking up for Melo. And he's not. Uh, that's the part that I don't understand, though. Like, your dad is all-NBA 75th anniversary team. He led the league in scoring, 10-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA. You can't say your pops? Yeah, it's not as if he just had a cup of coffee in the nah, NBA. Your, your dad was, really was a baller, man. And here's the other thing. You didn't actually say someone definitively better than your dad. If he said Michael, LeBron, Kobe first, he said Paul George. Paul George is a great player. He said Paul George, then Kobe. Right, but what I'm saying is when you leave with Paul George, that's what gets Lala yeah, to throw the cards at him. George, you just cannot leave with Paul like, George. Like, there's a way of saying that. Obviously, I'd say dad won. Leave Mike and Le- Michael, LeBron, and Kobe are the big three, of course, in my era as a kid, whatever it is. But for me, the player that I looked up to the most, Paul George. All right, fine. He the real problem that. is people misuse the word goat too much. That's, that's what it comes down to. I'm sensing and I'm over it tomorrow at 7.45 a.m. Eastern time I mean, for Pat. He, I mean, he's, he's Carmelo Anthony's a Hall of Famer and future Hall of Famer and 75th anniversary team. That means no, Paul you were, George. you're one of the 75 best players in NBA history. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. I think the best <laughs> pretty, player. That's pretty good. The best player in NFL history per Chris Canty at negotiating contracts is Kirk Cousins. No doubt. Well, Kirk Cousins has a lot of money. 
He went to the dentist yesterday, and he put this out on IG. Kirk Cousins now has a grill. I have to imagine that's not real. I don't I like know if it fits though. really well. I like it, though. Kirko Chains with the grill? Kirko Chains with the grill, I like his it. alter ego. Kirko Chains, I love it. it it's, it's on brand for him. This is his. These are his teeth. I now, think do you he, think he can walk grill. into Kohl's and spend some cold cash with the, with the grill in? No doubt. Really? That is so on brand. It's like, it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne coming together. Kirko Chains and Kirk Cousins coming together to form one big super Kirk. You've got, <laughs> one the, big super super Kirk. You've got the grill going <laughs> and the Kohl's cash. It's both sides. What a week for Kirk Cousins. He's playing football on a tennis court and he gets grills. Yeah. And somehow he's going to get guaranteed so, a gazillion so, yeah. dollars. Somehow it's normal. Yeah. All right. Next one. Unsportsmanlike moment. Although this is amazing and sportsmanlike. So Andy Reid told a story on uh, NBC Sports about the uh, what happened with Taylor Swift this year. We all know all the details about Taylor Swift, right? What we may not know is that Taylor Swift, NBC Sports Pro Football Talk, he told the story that Taylor Swift came in and baked homemade Pop-Tarts for the offensive linemen of the Chiefs. Lovely. That's awesome. Homemade Pop-Tarts? Uh-oh, maybe it's not no, awesome. I'm just, no, I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not saying it's not awesome. I just have so many questions. Like, Go ahead. How, how is she doing it? Like, how, are we, how, how is she working this out? Don't know. Pat, you seem to be familiar with this, because when I brought this story to your attention, you said, ah, I'm not sure if I'm in on homemade Pop-Tarts. Yeah, I've seen people try to make it on YouTube before, and I'm just like, that just doesn't look as good as just a box of Pop-Tarts. And I'm sure the lineman would have been just as happy with the box of Pop-Tarts. We should really get an official word from our Pop-Tart insider. Our boss, Mark Gross, yes. loves Pop-Tarts, has opinions about Pop-Tarts. So if Gross is listening, please give us the final word on Taylor Swift homemade Pop-Tarts for offensive linemen. But he I, likes the wrong flavor of Pop-Tarts, right? Wasn't he, he, he like a cinnamon, cinnamon and brown, brown sugar yeah. guy? Yeah, he no, the brown no, sugar no. Guy. It's the frosted strawberry for me. Me too. Yeah. With, with the sprinkles? thousand percent. No doubt. That's yeah. the goat. That's yeah. the goat. And, the goat and of Pop-Tarts. And and not the Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> Paul, Paul George, George type oh, go. Wow, We're talking yeah. the Michael Jordan go. Yeah. But I've had homemade pop tarts that are outstanding. Really, they're oh, good. Yes, outstanding. So how do they do it? How do you how do you make them? You just make the dough. You have like a preserves basically as the filling, and then you make homemade icing, a little sprinkles on top. Outstanding. Okay. Oh wow! My last. But are they better than the actual one? Sorry, Evan. No, that's fine. Probably not, right? Uh, well. That's a no. Keep going. Hold on. She said, no. Hold on. I she don't said, want no. to disrespect Hold on. Wait a minute. Y'all thought we here. were finished? But the homemade ones are better, but the traditional ones are more nostalgic. That's okay. what we're expecting because it's a taste of our childhood. Sure. You know what I, mean? I got you. So, it's a different so you're more type. familiar Correct. with it. Correct. I'm not you. saying that the traditional ones are better. They're just more of what we're looking for when we reach for a Pop-Tart. Okay. That makes sense. Boy, that's that a cop-out answer. Okay. Um, now, last story. Bad, bad guy. I'm telling you. Blazers, the Portland Trailblazers, last night lost the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the Portland Trailblazers went winless in February? No. <laughs> I didn't know that no. until today either. They don't have any more games left in February, today and tomorrow. Leap year, right? They went winless over the month of February. That is remarkable. That is. Boy, we have some really bad teams in the NBA this year. Uh-huh. Javante's Pistons, the Wizards, and the Portland Trailblazers winless in February. Wow. And those are your wow. unsportsmanlike moments of the day. 
And maybe me not telling Dog that he had oatmeal all over his shirt. Yeah, that's the number That's one. unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Gr- Grinny is coming up next. We are on to Thursday. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.